Welcome to the Harvest Series Podcast. Today, we're sitting with Camilla Fayette, the visionary mind behind London's restaurant Pharmacy Kitchen. Camilla has transformed the dining scene with a plant-based menu, sourced directly from a biodynamic plot in Kent, UK. During our time at Harvest in Kaplankaya, I enjoyed chatting with her. In this snippet from a previous episode in season five, we discuss Camilla's dedication to organic, chemical-free farming and explore the question, is this level of sustainability achievable for her and others? Join us for an insightful conversation about mindful dining and sustainable living. And remember, Harvest is brought to you by Athena Advisors and Capital Partners, curating meaningful experiences for you. For me, um, scalability means education and infrastructure, you know, resources. We need the resources to be able to make the changes in our system. This is what we're trying to do is, is change the system. We don't want to be fed all these chemicals and pesticides anymore. We know that that's making humanity sick. We are looking for, you know, a different way, how to feed our children, how we, we, we don't want humanity to be sick. We know It's a fact. We know that, you know, the way that we've been treating the earth and our soils has been one of the main contributing factors for the degradation of human health. You know, we've been just looking at a pandemic two years ago. Why is everyone so sick? Do you Look think, back at the farming. Do you think we could uh, fed, feed like 8 billion people like this? Yes. So, so one of my most favorite um, activists and philosophers and writers is uh, Dr. Vananda Shiva. And she works very, very, very closely with, well, I suppose, global leaders and nations to be able to kind of deliver this message of this other world that is possible. It's the way that our ancestors farmed. It's the way that we only have ever known how to farm. You know, it's only the past 60 years. It's a very tiny, tiny, you know, minuscule time, you know, time scope that we have been doing this to our soils. It's only after the war. It's only after the war when all of these, they didn't know what to do with all the chemicals. So fine, let's put them in the soil. You know, again, science got involved in so that. So we could so, reverse. Yeah, so, so of course, it's, it's, it's a very short period of time. So it's the only way that we've ever, you know, known how to, to feed ourselves is this way. So we just need to kind of go back. You know, it's, it's almost like we've been lobotomized, you know, and through messaging, marketing, advertising, all of these things, it's like they're feeding you a message that is not good for humanity. If uh, Boris Johnson or anyone would ask you, what's your solution, concrete solution for tomorrow? Yeah. What would it be? What would you tell him? So let's talk about different leaders. So I've got different things to say to different leaders. Boris Johnson, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless Actually, let's so not it. talk about politics, though. Please don't ask me politics. Let's, so go, like, so let's, okay, let's yeah. give you just one example. Okay, so Boris Johnson, you know, why don't we turn all the recreational parks in London and, you know, outer skirts of London where there is masses of land, parks just with nothing on it, just lawn, just lawn. Why don't we turn that into feeding structures for communities? Why don't we do, you know, incentivize communities to grow their own food? Why is all of that land just taken up for nothing? For nothing. For what? Because it's part of the issue with the political system. It's, 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 it's all the things that we know. It's, it's corporate greed. You know, it's, it's capitalism. It's like, you know... Politics, the politicians do not want to feed their people. They want to get rich from corporations. They want to feed the corporations. They have no interest whatsoever at all to feed humanity and help humanity at all. And, and that's been very clear. It's been very clear, you know, especially now these past few years. 
And do you think people who go to the uh, supermarket to buy cheap food, who don't have like a lot of money, uh, it would take time, like to, uh, in, organic food is more expensive, it will take time to reverse this? It's, it's one of my favorite questions about, you know, who can afford it? And again, it's this, this complete, you know, disconnection of understanding. You know, what's happened is that the people that cannot afford this good food have been told that they cannot afford it, right? But actually, it's our human right to have food with no food, no chemicals, no pesticides, no nothing. So it's, it's, it's almost like they've taken that human right away and just, you know, completely just told them that this is the only way. There should not be conventional and organic. There should be one food system that is good for people and good for the earth, right? No, that's common sense. But <laughs> that isn't. So people already, it's, it's completely segregated, the system. So it's now, you say, oh, well, you know, organic's too expensive. Well, actually, we need to empower the people to start growing their own food, you know, educating about that. And that's really where, you know, that, that's where we can empower them. And changing the culture is ultimately showing people, you know, why, why um, a lot of people can afford an iPhone. They save up for that. That's the moment that they want to buy that expensive piece of tech or that expensive handbag or, you know, whatever it is that they're saving up for. And retraining people to understand that actually spending the money on, you know, going to your farmer's market, you know, nourishing yourself, you know, putting the best produce possible in your body so you don't get sick and your kids don't get sick. That's empowering people. And it's just a very, you know, it's, you have to kind of look through all the mess, you know, to see that actually it's a human right that we need to eat this way and all socio-economic backgrounds. It, everyone deserves to eat that good food. It shouldn't be like that. Stay tuned for our next episode featuring the artists Alison and Alex Gray, a dynamic artistic duo whose creativity knows no bounds. They share their remarkable journey, not only as renowned artists, but also as a deeply connected couple. In this intimate conversation, Alison and Alex provide unique insights into their artistic process, the challenges they've overcome, and their profound influence on each other's work. Get ready for a captivating exploration of art, love, and the transformative power of creativity. Don't miss the episode! <laughs>